to the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. That's what I want to let you know. There is somebody. That's why we walk by faith, not by sight. Because there was somebody. Maybe the other guy didn't want Ruth because maybe he was supposed to have Orpah. Maybe if he saw Orpah, he would have gladly received her. Which means Ruth really, really, really was for Boaz. There was another guy. There was another guy. But she missed out. But how did Ruth respond? In Ruth chapter 1, 15 to 16, Naomi said to Ruth, because Ruth said, no, I'm going with you. And Naomi said, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Ruth's mindset was, no, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm going forward. Now, if you want Boaz, you got to be like Ruth, which means your mindset is, she's been told there is no husband to marry. So basically, her mindset is, I don't care if I don't get married again. I'm not staying in this mess. I'm living Moab. I want your people to be my people. I want to go where you go. And most importantly, I want your God to be my God. The mindset of the few ladies that end up with a Boaz, their mindset is, listen, it's not that they don't want to get married. It's not that they're not interested. And it's not that it's never going to happen for them, but their mindset is, even if I don't get married, I'm still going to serve God. I'm still going to seek God. I'm still going to worship him. That was her mindset. The other thing about the lady that ends up with a Boaz, the other thing about having the mindset of Ruth to end up with Boaz is this. This Naomi is supposed to be a spiritual giant in the context of compared to Ruth. She's like a mentor. She's like a spiritual leader to her. She's like a mom to her. And this person who's supposed to know more about God is telling her to go back. And Ruth said, no. I always try to encourage people. You need to know the word for yourself. If all you know about God is based on what Tokes tells you or your favorite per preacher tells you, you are toast because we make mistakes. We make mistakes. We make mistakes. And a lot of people are saying, oh, well, you know, they, they, know, the Lord. they know the Lord more than I do. They talk about how God told them this and God told them that. They said the Holy Spirit said this and the Holy Spirit said that. They are more spiritual. They know Greek and Hebrew. They have a big ministry. 
you know, they speak all around the world, and they're telling me it's not going to happen, then it must be true. So they retreat and miss out. But Ruth's mindset was, nah, I'm going. You got to get to a point where, listen, I am for, listen, I'm, I'm first to tell you, submit to authority, submit to counseling. But when an authority is telling you something that doesn't line up with the word, you do not accept it. You don't have to disrespect the authority. You can smile and say, thank you very much. But no, you don't accept it because it goes against the authority of the word. Always remember, the Holy Spirit is the most important counselor. I am for mentors, but I am not for tormentors. I am for counseling. I'm not for canceling. Because counsel can cancel. Like Orpa was canceled, misled from, from missing out on the fact that there was someone better for her. Ruth overcame that huddle because she refused to go back. Now the question is, it is difficult sometimes. How am I going to be able to discern whether the advice I'm getting from this person is right or wrong. I mean, fundamentally, you, know, you need to know the word enough to be able to discern that. But sometimes it's not that simple. Because if we don't know how to discern what was meant to be advice for you may just add vice to you. So how do you discern? Well, sometimes you look at the person. Because I stand corrected by, I believe it's Ruth 120. When Ruth and Naomi came back to Israel, they were like, hey, Naomi is here. Naomi said, don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Because Mara means bitter. You got to look at the person. What is their disposition? It's just observation over the years that some people that have failed relationships failed marriages, are not always the best to get advice about relationships. Don't misunderstand me. Can God use them? Yes. Has God used some of them? Yes. Because they've been in failed relationships, so they know the pitfalls and what to avoid, and there are a number of individuals like that who are God uses as a blessing to us. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about those that have a bitter spirit, and they are ministering to you from their pain. And you're thinking this is gospel. You're thinking it's the Holy Spirit. No, it's a bitter spirit. You need to discern that. The other thing is, she told Ruth, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and her gods. Are you kidding me? You're telling Ruth to go back to the Moabite gods? Are you serious here? You are a child of God. You should be stopping her from doing that. So when someone who's supposed to be spiritual or a mentor to you is encouraging you to go the wrong track, that in itself should let you know, no, I can't accept that. The other thing that Ruth did was, she said, your sister-in-law has gone back. See, Ruth and Opa, they had a bond. They were probably like best friends. 
They were both Moabites. They were both connected. But Ruth didn't do it because she did it. Do you know how many good people, kind-hearted people, loving people make decisions based on what their friends do? Instead of what God is telling them? Sometimes they have never put themselves in the position to hear what God is telling them personally. Because all they know is, well, she is going there. Oh, I'm going there too. Oh, she is going there. Okay, I'm going there too. Oh, Ruth didn't have that mindset. That's why it's people like Ruth that end up with a Boaz together. Boaz, you have to be like Ruth, meaning you don't do things just because your friends do it. You do it because the Holy Spirit is leading you to do it. That might explain why Rebecca got Isaac. She was the only one that came to the well. At a time when the daughters, plural, show up at the well, it appeared only one person showed up because usually, and this is not limited to ladies, I know guys do this as well, I know the community, you all like to hang out together to the degree that you even go to the bathroom together, that's cool. <laughs> it's one thing to go to the bathroom, but God's plan sometimes may not be a group thing. So here it is. Ruth broke rank. I love you, Orpa. We have a bond, but I'm going. Therefore, she got herself in the position to end up with Boaz. That's the kind of mindset you need to have. Now, having said all of that, you will think, okay, she overcame the fact that uh, she was seeking God, regardless of the fact that she may or may not get uh, married again. She overcame the hurdle of dealing with someone who's more spiritually mature. She overcame the hurdle of not making a decision based on what everyone else is doing. You would think, okay, she's passed. She can marry Boaz. But no, there were some other hurdles she had to jump over. Number one, she was a Moabite. She was a foreigner, according to 1 Kings chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. The first parts of verse 2 of 1 Kings 11, 1 and 2. It says something like this. Solomon loved foreign women like the daughter of Pharaoh. Moabites, in case you guys missed it, is right there. Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, Hittites, that the Lord told the children of Israel not to intermarry with. Why? Because surely they will turn their hearts away from God. That was why. It wasn't just because they were foreigners. It was because of their belief system where they turned people away from God. Remember I told you earlier, only the Israelites were the children of God. But other nations, including Moab, weren't. So she had to cross that hurdle. She had to deal with that. The other hurdle she had to deal with was when she eventually met Boaz in Ruth chapter 2, verse 8, and they were having a conversation, Boaz said to her, stay here with the women that work with me. There were other women. Ladies, does this sound familiar to you? You feel like 
you don't see any boys anywhere. You feel like there are not so many godly men around. But you see the one godly man. And before long, you find out that all the women there also want the one godly man. So like, what are your chances? So here's Ruth, number one, she's unqualified because she is a foreigner. She has no right whatsoever to hook up with this dude. The second thing is, she is behind a lot of other women who I suspect are Israelites, more qualified than her. They were there way before her, and they were his employees. But I want to overemphasize the fact that they were his employees because this woman were working for Boaz. But the lady that wasn't qualified to get Boaz got him over the ones that were working for Boaz. How does that happen? Because even Ruth says in uh, chapter, Ruth chapter 2, uh, verse 10, She's met Boaz, they've had a conversation, and this is how she responds. At this, she bowed down with her face to the ground. She asked him, why have I found such favor in your eyes that you notice me, a foreigner? Which is a politically correct way of saying I'm a Moabite, but the nice, less, in your face, way of saying it is, I'm a foreigner, because that could be anything. No, she was a Moabite, and you noticed me. Notice Ruth said, why have I found favor? Because she knows the only way that a guy of the status can notice a woman like me is by favor, and that's why for the past few years, I've been trying to encourage people that ending up what the person God has for you is not based on fervor, it's based on favor. It's not based on your race, it's based on God's grace. It's not based on your passionate hustle, I'm going to out-hustle this person, I'm going to make it happen, I'm going to do this, it's favor. The other thing is, Boaz responded to her question. Why have I found favor in your eyes? And Boaz said, I've been told of all about what you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband and how you left your father and mother and your homeland and came to live with the people you did not know before. Remember, Naomi told her to go back to her mother. And Boaz said, I heard how you left. That was a critical point. She left. And Boaz said, I heard how you left your mother. I heard how you, what you did for your mother-in-law. She left her own mom to support her mother-in-law after the death of her husband. Boaz mentioned that, meaning the Israelite guy who connected you to the Israelites is dead. You had every excuse to quit and disappear like Orpah did, but you didn't. 
how you left your father and mother and your homeland and came to live with the people you did not know before. Sounds like 2 Corinthians 6, 17 to 18. Ruth did not have this verse. We do. And this is what Paul is saying here. Come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you, and I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. And this comes after the popular scripture that a lot of us know that is often applied to relationships. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. What does light have to do with darkness? What does uh, Christ have to do with the devil? You know, things like that. Then he goes, come out from among them, be separate, touch no unclean thing. I'll be a father to you and you'll be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. That's what Ruth did. She left the Moabite community. It was an ungodly nation, an ungodly environment. She left. She separated herself from that and she made God her God. God became her father, and she became a daughter to God. She was the exception. Not only did she not turn Boaz away from God, through her union with Boaz, she technically birthed God. Because Jesus came from the lineage of Boaz and Ruth. Boaz and Ruth gave birth to, I think, Obeyed, who gave birth to Jesse, who gave birth to David, and Jesus is known as the son of David because he comes from the lineage of David. She was an exception. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.